Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Future Proof, the marketing podcast from Kantar, the world's leading marketing data and analytics company, and Side Business School, University of Oxford. In each episode, we speak with marketing leaders and share insights to help brands and business leaders navigate the ever-changing marketing landscape and hopefully dispel some myths and misconceptions along the way. I'm Jane Osler, and I'm EVP Global Thought Leadership at Kantar. I'm delighted to welcome our guest today, who's Angel Villanueva. He is the marketing director for Cinepolis. So welcome, Angel. Thank you for being on our podcast. Hello, Jane. No, thank thank you for the invitation. First of all, I want to offer you my congratulations because your uh, ad, one of your outdoor ads, is actually one of the winners in this year's Cantar Creative Effectiveness Awards. So we will come on to speak about that in in a little more detail. But I think it might be helpful for our listeners to hear, first of all, um, a bit more about Cinepolis and and what you do. Okay, sure. We are one of the leading movie exhibition chain in in the world. We are in 19 countries uh, in America, Europe, Middle East, and Asia. And uh, here, in marketing, we, we are responsible for, for delivering the messages to the customers uh, to boost attendance. Cinepolis is a Mexican company. I've been in Mexico and in Cinepolis for like uh, eight, eight years and a half. And before that, um, I work in Europe for mostly for uh, mass consumer markets uh, in companies like uh, Henkel and Vic. I'm married. I'm father of two. Uh, I love uh, painting uh, and writing. And I like to run. And this is pretty much it. My life in two minutes. (laughs) Great. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about the world of cinema, which obviously over the last few years has been through quite a few changes. I don't know if you can bear to think back a couple of years and what happened in 2020 and how your industry was affected by COVID-19 and what's what's happened since then. Can you tell us a little bit about the industry and, and some of the challenges it faced? You're absolutely right. As an industry, we were deeply impacted by the pandemic. We were closed for a lot of time uh, in some of the countries that we are in, in India and Chile, for instance, we were closed like two years. So the, everything changed. We were considered like a beautiful place to to enjoy movies and uh, to share time with the ones you love and have a good time. And suddenly we become a dangerous place where you can uh, get infected. I think that we we lost the emotional link with the with the audiences. No, uh, uh, this is something that we are trying to rebuild right now, uh, and this is right. Uh, this is our most um, 
challenging journey that the journey that we have right now in front of us. So talking about rebuilding the link with your audiences, what are the normal ways that you attract audiences to your venues? I presume you've got a number of different strategies in your in your marketing. Tell us a bit about those. We used to rely a lot in on cinema advertising. This is something that we did in most of our territories. Before the pandemic, I would say that the 80 or 90% of our marketing efforts were happening at the cinemas, no? at, the, at the theater level with uh, advertising the movies, letting you know the customers what uh, will come no? uh, in the coming months. But that changed with the pandemic because the, the, the public was not at the cinemas anymore. So we needed to look for different places to communicate with them, to be relevant again, no? This, that, that's what that's what happened. And so we changed a lot the media mix. And we are now investing more in out of home, for instance. We are investing in digital channels, social media and the like. And we are working with influencers also. The main impact was the, the change in the in the media mix. And the, also the, the, the messages. Because before we focus more on the experience as something general, no? Uh, you can enjoy a great experience in our cinemas and the movies, no? the, the, the content, because the content is the main driver. They, they come for the content, they come for the movie, but they will come back for the experience. And this is more or less the, the story that we were building. But right now, or not right now, but in the months after the pandemic, uh, we needed to focus also in safety and in trying to let them remember the what was experiencing a movie in a theater. Because after two years, many people don't even remember the, the what different was from seeing a movie at home. Yeah, and we know we know from our own media reactions research that. Um, you know, looking at different advertising formats, that advertising in cinema is seen as very different and very special and unique in the sense that, um, you know, you're usually not distracted by anything else, which is very unusual. Um, plus, the format itself lends something very special in terms of people's, you know, liking of the advertising in cinemas. In fact, in last year's media reactions, it came out as number three in terms of the preferred ad formats that that people uh-huh. enjoy. But I guess, yeah, if you're, you know, turning to other media channels yourself to to advertise cinema, you know, that that's an interesting strategy. And in fact, the winning ad, um, which I want to come on to talk mm-hmm. about, um, that scored very highly in our link testing uh, solution uh-huh. was in fact an outdoor ad um, and if if I may just describe it to our audiences and obviously you can you can build on this because you, you know it better than me but it's an outdoor ad it depicts a, a family who are looking a bit scared in a, in a tent in the middle of a forest with a very large bear that's approaching the tent and uh-huh. um, the, the one of them is saying I told you we should have gone to the cinema um, and then it has, you know, your logo on the right-hand side. Um, uh-huh. And it said, you know, Cinepolis sure is a great plan. So, you know, the idea of this juxtaposition between this rather dangerous, um, slightly humorous situation um, and, you know, what they should have done is, is actually gone to the cinema. So can you just tell us a bit about the idea behind that, Anka? 
Yes, uh, sure. As I said, we we were used to build our messages talking about very different things like safety and uh, I don't know the, the the pandemic and everything like that. So uh, we knew that we need to find a way to uh, we want to reveal this emotional link with the customers. We need to find a way to deliver the message, but in in a, like a, an entertaining way, no. And that's uh, why the campaign was born like that. It had um, very uh, different, different executions. I mean, the, the one that um, won the prize or the, the the award is the the one with the pair. But we have uh, many other executions, uh, like in, in disco, in a disco night, uh, in a, uh, with a higher cutter with. Uh, in I mean in a river with a boat, uh, different situations. Every one of them uh, highlight this contrast between what you think is dangerous, no, and uh, very comfortable and safety place uh, like uh, is a theater. Mm, yeah, and I suppose what you're doing as well here and and in across some of these executions is. You know, we know that humor, for example, is uh-huh. um, very effective in generating, first of all, brand recall, um, which I know is, is important, but also increasing um, purchase intent, you know, um, action uh, versus non-humorous ads. So we know that, you know, funny ads, and by funny, we, we mean some very light humor to proper belly laughs. They are 28% more likely to be remembered by people who see those ads. And they're also 47% more effective in driving purchase intent. So it's actually humor is a really great lever for many uh, communications. And it's interesting that we often get the question, like in some categories, you know, financial services, whatever, people think that humor isn't appropriate. But I think you can almost find appropriate humor for most situations, I would say. So tell us about your approach to humor and advertising. Did you brief your agency on that or did they come up with it themselves? I think that you have used the right word, which is light. Mm. We knew that we needed something light yeah. to take out the everything uh, serious you know, that was... Uh, around the pandemic, but in the brief, we did not talk about uh, humor specifically. This, uh, this was something that came from the from the agency. The the, the campaign was uh, developed by TBWA. We don't use humor very often in our campaigns because the the cinema is built on a lot of emotions. The emotion that you like is different from one person to another no so sometimes it's humor but uh, different and different times you, you can even cry in a movie and this is not something bad right uh, but for this specific uh, case we we knew that the, we need something light and humor situation came like something very organic no I mean I, I remember that we pitched a lot of agencies for the campaign because we were in, in a very tough situation and when we saw the campaign. We we knew that uh, that was the the way that we need to follow. Uh, we were talking about safety in a very 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 light way. Not talking about, but talking about the, the that safety is something that you can take for for like for granted, no? And yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that the 
the success came from the fact that, that the it was everything was like very organic in the sense that the, the, the humor seemed the perfect answer for for the situation that we were facing you know i think if we if we just circle this back to kind of creative effectiveness which is one of the reasons why why you're here because obviously your one of your ads has won an award you know our, our belief is that it's super important to test your ads because then you can know how people are going to react to it and you can improve it if it doesn't work. And I just wondered what your thoughts on understanding the impact of what you do, the effectiveness of your ads, how your media is working for you. How do you look at insights and research in your organization? We do uh, some customer research, sometimes qualitative research before the the commercial to be aired. Not always, to be honest. As I said, I, I come from Henkel. In Henkel, we used to test everything before went to air, even with quantitative research. This is not something that we usually do here at Nepolis. We used to test the results, no, not not the the commercial in advance, and we. We do a research at the exitors of our cinemas to test recall and uh, overall satisfaction with the spot and the, uh, they are able to repeat the messages that we want to, to deliver. Mm-hmm. And we also do some external research in terms of brand values. This is something that we work with Canter. The, 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 to understand the, the impact of the, the overall communication in the values that we are building in the mind of the consumers. Let's talk a little bit about innovation in the cinema experience, because obviously there's a lot of things going on in the world now. You know, we've got very huge audiences playing immersive games. We've got virtual reality, people talking about the metaverse, maybe not using it quite as much as they're talking about it. Um, you know, what is the trend in in cinema content now that you're seeing the upcoming movies that you you are, are on the slate for the next few months i would say talking about the the content mm. that has not changed a lot compared with the situation that we had uh, before the pandemic it depends from country to country but what was working is still working now i mean talking about superhero movies uh, very spectacular action movies this is something that the audiences love and they still love and come for that for, for that kind of content. Um, so it's not it's not about the content, it's more about the experience. As, as you say, we try to go towards more deep experiences. Yeah. We have uh, formats with IMAX, mm-hmm. but we have also what we call 4DX with seats that move uh, depending on the action that you are seeing on the screen and you have like uh, the wind uh, in your face if uh, it's something that is happening in the screen also and water and vibrations this is something that we is wow. yeah it's really impressive and the the youngest audiences love it but uh, and right now we we are also uh, trying some new theaters with uh, three screens. You have the main screen in front of you, but also two additional ones on the sides. So you have like uh, 180 uh, degrees of action. And uh, this is something that is uh, developed during the actual shooting of the movie. So so the, the director is already uh, taken into account that the, the, the public is going to experience the movie in that way. Uh, I, I think that the, um, in the coming years, this is what we uh, will see 
more and more, no? The the experience uh, surrounded you in in the highest possible way to enlarge the distance with the experience that you have at home seeing a movie. Because this is something that uh, we need to we will go on uh, seeing that uh, you will consume content at home and you will consume content at uh, the theaters, but you need to feel the difference. We also have the pampering experience in the sense that you, you can order to your seat and you have a waiter and you can order, I don't know, a ribeye or tacos no, to, to, the, to your seat and, and enjoy the movie in a different way, in a very different way that you can do it at home. Yeah. Um, I mean, that all sounds um, amazing. And I think these actually do tie in with some of the trends we saw this year in our creative effectiveness awards we've we've spoken about humor but we've also one of our themes was um about we called it escape rooms and how advertising um but i think Uh we can stretch this out to experience in general are now adopting a point of view which is actually you can allow people to escape from day-to-day reality by giving them immersive experiences Uh out of world experiences taking them to other universes um, and obviously cinema does deliver that in spades and I think the other thing that we think is important is um, we called it touch my soul was about the importance of emotion in advertising which I think then again if we extend this out to your you know how technology is amplifying the movie going experience all of those things that you talk about the sound the seat vibrating the water the wind whatever it is and that there's three screens they're sort of amplifying the kind of emotional um resonance of of the content i guess so it's actually really interesting yeah. that, that that is you know the future of of where cinema is going do you perceive that to be a premium experience is that going to be just at the top level or is that going to be something that is completely scalable to every movie cinema what do, what, what do you think no I, I think that you, you can find the match between the content and the right experience no for the x experience perhaps it's not for a rom-com right so uh, but for a rom-com you 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 want a glass of wine and a pizza to share with your significant one. We try to deliver the right experience for the, the right person and the right movie. And I'm talking about movies, but we are also pushing a lot what we call uh, alternative content, which are like concerts, sports, gaming. It's not uh, just movies anymore. It's entertainment in, 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 a, in a unique environment. Talking about the advertising, uh, as we are advertisers ourselves because we sell the space in our cinemas for, for advertisers. We are also innovating in that field. Right now we are launching a system uh, to buy a, a space in our screens in a programmatic way, like the, the exactly in the same way that you can... Uh, by a campaign in social media, no, just uh, selecting uh, audiences and, and, and theaters. And as you said, the advertising in cinema is like eight times more effective, like like uh, uh, compared with with other, with other media. It's not just about the attention; it's also about the mood. You are uh, you are in a different mood when you go to the to the movies. No, we are also innovating there, and is. Uh, this is something that we are also trying to grow as, as a business. 
You've been listening to Future Proof from Kantar and Side Business School. For all episodes and more information, visit kantar.com or oxfordfutureofmarketing.com. If you enjoyed this, please leave a rating and a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode.